Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Magely Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 40, In the Temple of the Past. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you for your support, subscribing, hanging out, and, uh, you know, just being... Thank you for being awesome. A uh, special shout out to our patrons who support us monetarily. Um, that's Adele, Al, Alexander, Bernie, Buck, Chris, Clara, Craig Sritt, still, <laughs> Doggo DeLune, <laughs> Emil, Funzus Raleigh, George, James, Jenny, John, John, Josh, Catfeathers, Klaus, CrazyBand1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor. My name is Drew and I support pineapple pizza. I do in certain scenarios, but we're not getting into that right now. Noba, Other Guy, Perry, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shane, Shaksara, Terran, Thomas, Vortex Falcon, Werewolf, or excuse me, Wenwolf, they're running late. Werewolves, they got lost. Who wolves? They don't know. Why wolf? They question everything. And Zoltan. <laughs> nobody ever asked Howl Wolf, you know what I mean? Yeah, nobody asked Howl Wolf. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Um, again, thank you for your support. It means a lot to us, and uh, it's always cool to see. Um, yeah. Uh, if you are unsure if hanging out with us is a, a long-term option uh, come by discord there's a whole bunch of other nerds that you can also talk to if you're curious about mage um i will warn it is definitely a gateway drug and you will find yourself looking at all sorts of other weird chronicles of darkness systems uh yeah uh-huh 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 uh twitch chat uh, yes viewers with benefits yeah that's about right um so, All right. when we last left the Cabal, uh, the Witch Coven of Purgatory Bluff had uh, avoided some boulders, uh, seen life regrowing beyond what the storm had left behind, had some nice little heart-to-hearts about the storms inside one another, uh, learned some fire magic, tried to reach out to... Uh, a wife through dreams, which still hasn't quite worked out yet. But Baba Sarah might be onto something, especially after a little bit of suggestion and hinting from Papa Legba. Feels like there was something else that happened. Petropar went into her and Eros. Ah, oh, yes, the 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 self hug, sort of, <laughs> the Damon hug, mm -hmm. always important. Uh, yeah. We had a, we had a, and we actually had a fairly action-packed and good drama episode. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. But you're watching this one, so I assume you've already seen it. Um, Stop now. Watch the other at two times speed. Yeah. So the last thing was, uh, oh, right. Everybody had a slow start to the day because my players are awesome and had mercy on their poor storyteller who hadn't made a ton of prep um mm -hmm. and so didn't know where they were going after said boulders uh so another note in the journal from someone else that was the other thing yes um which you all attempted to communicate with rilla tried to send a message of who are you there's a little delay and then words appeared on the page saying I'll drop this into uh, 
in roll the 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing that happened mm -hmm. was Legba had his encounter with Quetzalcoatl. That was the other one. Yes. Setting him, well, not setting him loose, but telling him that, yes, would bring Salazar to him or, yeah. Or Quetzalcoatl to Salazar. I can't remember. What did we decide? Oh, gotcha. Uh, no. What what uh, Legba's plan is, is to enter Salazar's dreams and then summon right. Quetzalcoatl okay. there. That's what yeah, I thought. Channel them in. That's stuff. He wants to have a, like, not conversation so much, but set the stage. Mm -hmm. As I, I suspect that Quetzalcoatl would um, would desire, mm -hmm. demand, you know. Good stuff. Okay. So, and yes, uh, Craig, Theodosia, mm -hmm. with her high-speech fluency, uh, yes. <laughs> can clearly <clears throat> read the attached message, or not attached, the below message. This is when I suddenly panic and go, how was my grammar in that? Travel a day north and enter a place that is not. Study the terminated timelines of times that were not. Nightmares of the future may guard your are the path to your future, but insight into what could. This is what she does. She nudges and meddles, manipulating and pushing so subtly. You play into her hand. Turn aside from this. I've been many illuminate the same path there ha have been may illuminate the same path so it looks like there was a interjection in the middle of another right. hand yeah it's a copycat of the same hand probably mm -hmm. <clears throat> so the two messages just to be a little clearer is travel any north and enter a place that is not study the terminated timelines of times that were not Nightmares of the future may guard the path to your future, but insight into what could have been may illuminate the same path. And then the interjection was, this is what she does. She nudges and meddles, manipulating and pushing so subtly you play into her hand. Turn aside from this. And I will note that ends with a hyphen, not a period. So definitely mm -hmm. mid-sentence cutoff kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or jockeying for control. That's fine. And we're all kind of resolved that we're going to see this through, so I'm prepared to just discount. Um, can we write back to them again? Yeah. I mean, Theo's got the journal, but there's nothing stopping you guys from adding stuff. <clears throat> because it seems like the second voice is still trying to talk to us more insistently now. Uh, can I take it and write down? Uh, what would you have us do instead? Cool. Uh, just for narrative flex and fluff. Fluff? Yes. Um, are you writing this in English? Are you doing as Rilla had done where you're writing in you know, Greek high speech? Or I mean, I can't speak Greek or high speech. Oh, yeah, but I mean, and you right could ask Rilla to write it or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, but still has universal, is third attainment up. Mm -hmm. So you can speak Greek high speech right now. If you yeah, so that's choose. true. But yeah, I'll write back in that language then if I can. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so the message is written. You guys kind of watch to see if anything happens, but 
no further message comes. Um, it's just like Isabel does the thing where she like points at it, points at a word on the page, but mm -hmm. probably isn't actually looking at the book. But I recognize something you said there, Baba Sarah. Oh, a place that is not. Yes. They are on the other side of the gauntlet is a reflection just to not accidentally cause a uh, red herring with the high speech understanding of n we're not talking about the spirit things. We're more talking about a place that does not exist really air quotes um, okay yeah now i am bringing that up just, well, i can be corrected in character right yeah point. i'm just making sure that chris knows yeah i i knew that because you already talked about what we were doing so oh that's true <laughs> sorry carry no, on you're, you're good um so yeah there are there is a reflection of this world or this world is a reflection no i don't know uh, but there are pockets and hills and hidey holes, burrows, all manner of things that exist only on that side. Hmm. How does one reach that side? Cross the gauntlet. How does one cross the gauntlet? Magic? Oh, what kind of magic? Spirit, spirit magic. Ah. Violet seems to imply that it's an ordeal. <clears throat> Not really. Okay. Not provided you have a place. Just like your gate. We, we still haven't. We haven't gone into the happy afterlife that we send ghosts to yet. No, yet. Sent one ghost That's to. True. Also, helped a ghost choose to go. Sure. Not really. <laughs> sure. He got literally dragged screaming. <laughs> he wasn't he screaming. Said, <laughs> he could have said, fuck you. I don't want to feel better about my problems. But the rest of this doesn't make sense in a spirit context. I she, suspect like, it glances over at Gisela. It's like this reeks of your magic. Yes, I suspect we're going to find a place that could have been had the path been different. Oh boy. And see things that are not but could have happened. Well, I for one am really looking forward to that. I honestly am. It seems <laughs> sure like I can this. <laughs> very much be enlightening to see what had 
what would have become had you taken a different path. I like that terminology, if you'd taken a different path. So, should we head out? We should. I think so. <clears throat> There's been a headcanon of mine, and I, I'm deciding to actually unveil it. Cirilla, like, nods and basically says, so no further business? What do you mean? Crosses a line across her journal and she's, you know, she's dates said, it. Allegra says, what do you mean? Oh, any further discussions, you know, things to note, bring up among the coven at our meeting. She's 100% taking secretarial minutes. Yeah. Following Robert's rules. Yep. That, that's a that's a rather formal question. Um, and, oh, really, my dear, you're yeah. amazing. And notably, like I said, in my, my head canon, she's been doing this the entire time, but right. it's not worth bringing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's just taking her notes. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, and basically this whole journey, I'm going to have time sign on because I want to see when we cross the threshold into the place that is not. True. Uh, but yeah, to, to clarify for Ralph and your comment, uh, yeah, you know, for for Rilla, she's just like, no, is there anything else we need to discuss before we head out, is all. Hmm. No. We might. There's not a need. Oh, yeah. Casual conversation and, you know, other discussions as we go, obviously, as she's like wrapping up the journal and packing it up. Actually, what is it? Sanding the paper, I think. It, yes, if using to make things dry. Yep. Just a dried up quick blotting. Yeah. Um, yeah. If... I really want to keep. I want to keep trying to communicate with the person in here who's trying to talk to us. Sure. Um, since you have brought that up, um, give me a. Well, give me a roll. Um, I was thinking wits plus composure just for the idea of it being something that you may notice, but I'm also okay with something like using a cult um, or something uh, to try and figure out when these messages have come across and how you may, you know, methods that you may have to communicate. I will do wits and composure. Sure. Just to see if I can pick up Notice anything? Yeah, I like that. One success on eight dice. Uh, yeah. So the one thing that you as characters have noticed is that the messages always seem to come either just before or actually only the one time just before, but usually in the midst of the message from the other entity. So to use more modern stuff, they're hopping onto the carrier wave and nudging the message somehow. Um, it's in those times that they seem to be able to communicate. Now, whether or not they're seeing your messages is another thing. 
Well, but, they did respond to us at one point. Did they answer a question? I don't think so. No. Okay. No, because you've only you've only asked the one question. I've only written really... back to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once before, just now. Mm-hmm. And how were they able to give us that first message? If it it was not encased, it was not uh, interposed in another message in the journal. Mm-hmm. It was just an empty page, and that's description of the fox and the snake. Oh, hang on, uh, because I believe I'm pulling up my notes for that specific message. Uh, blah 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 blah. Understanding. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, because that was, yeah, it was in the middle of a message, uh, an effigy, a sim, and cut off symbol for she watches and schemes, studies. She is a snake. She is a fox among sheep. So there was that one. Oh. That was the very first message. Just recently, just before, like you, you all saw the blank page, and you saw that same message plus a little bit extra, which I did not write down, um, and then when you all wrote your message, then more of the original author began to write. Okay. When we got that first um, message about the fox and the snake, I didn't realize that it was placed in the middle of somebody else's Mm -hmm. handwriting. Yep. So, okay, cool. Well, and that's the other thing. The handwriting for both has always been the same. No, I know. Okay. So in the middle of somebody else's writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe it is the same person, just having someone else hop onto them. Possession, you know that's a thing. And absolutely y'all can continue this conversation as things are starting to be packed up. And before you all, well, actually I believe, uh, canonically whatever uh you all had already packed up and we're like okay what's the journal say so uh but yeah so uh you all begin to head north um and it is early afternoon sometime you guys have traveled at this point well away from the wreckage of the storm, uh, the boulders and things like that. And after going west, heading now north, at least now you're headed back generally towards Purgatory Bluff and the fort. Not further away from it, at least. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the travels, you've got Jules and Isabel kind of ranging out forward and back to kind of scout out and see. But more or less said north we go north um and uh at one point like i said mid-afternoon you guys have already had like some kind of small lunch while traveling horses were given water stuff like that jules comes riding back um and waves out at isabel and the cart and you you guys kind of bring it to a stop and says there is a rather large heat mirage out a ways. Um, not 
crossing the horizon or anything like that. Um, and also much higher off the ground than he had seen before. Now, he's not exactly a desert lad at this point or anything, but he has spent a year in Purgatory Bluff. Um, and you know, points out, you know, the area itself doesn't look significant. It's uh, dirt and shrub and a couple of these wannabe trees. As you guys are still very well within the what is now New Mexico desert. And it is more or less on the path north. Uh, sounds okay. like our place. Could be. Okay. Um, and I bring that up mostly for what sites does everybody have on? Um, I know <laughs> you're breaking up a lot. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so what made sites? Is made sites, on? yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching you, internet. Uh, yes, what mage sites does everybody have turned on? Obviously, um, maintaining your ruling sites is very simple because that's just willpower at this point, which is being uh, handled by Legba. Um, anything yeah. else is just going to be adding in some mana. Yeah, I'm going to spend the mana and turn on Prime as well. Okay. Yeah, and I've got prime death and all. You asking what mage sites? We're walking up. Mage sites. Oh yes, as we're walking up to the mirage. Yes. All right. Uh, Yeah. And Ash and I both said we spend mana to include our non-ruling prime. Mm Mm-hmm. And Craig, I think you said you're including prime as well. Yep. Craig has prime ruling from his Er legacy, or Theo does. Yeah. I, so I forget, forget I that. Well, that. I forgot I have ruling. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. give me that mana back. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris gets all of them. Yeah, that's true. I forget. Okay, good calls. All right. I need to. I keep meaning to add something to the uh, overlay to clarify which ones are ruling or not. Anyways, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So as you all ride out towards it, uh, Jules, uh, kind of staying back with the wagon now it's like okay something something funky is going on out there gonna stay here not get caught off guard or anything like that because i'm just a little sleepwalker on a horse there's Uh, fuckery afoot there's fuckery afoot yes (laughs) and it's not just my internet um as you get closer the barrage becomes visible obviously at a distance um and as you get closer at legba because of your inward outward eye are able to see into this mirage Mm. Uh, for everybody else. You are able to see what is more or less uh, go to my notes. um, Heat mirage the size of a small house. So it is taller and narrower than a normal heat mirage, uh, you know, across like the near the horizon might be. Uh, For Legba, you were able to see a little bit more. Notably, you see the mirage itself, but then through it, what appears to be a Greek or Roman style pantheon-esque temple. Mm. Complete with tall columns. Everything is painted up colorfully and not pale white uh which depending on your own historical 
understandings may be like, that's weird, or... Actually, I don't know how much in 1847... I don't think we knew at the time that they were actually colored. Right. So It wasn't yeah. until we looked at, like, residues on them and found the pigments. Right. So, yeah. So, like, oh, this is weird. These are painted instead of pristine marble white. Imagine uh, it reminds me of uh, Olympus in the astral. Actually, that's very true. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, because Olympus was a big old pantheon hall. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, but would it still would it still be white in the astral? I don't mm, think it'd be white. No, I, I don't think, think so. Color. Right, because so? the because specifically the uh, the Greek gods that they went to visit, um, Pabalegba and Legba went to visit were the same gods that were worshipped as opposed to those that are mm. studied as myth. Yeah, yeah, but that is a good point. Because, yeah, there is somewhere else this other set of Greek gods who are a little more stiff and come out of storybooks. I mentioned how much I love the astral. Um, (laughs) But yes, (laughs) yeah, a couple times. Uh, So, yes, you can see that, um, though, just because of the limits of your vision, you cannot see the whole temple, at least Mm -hmm. at this first like as you get closer, obviously you're able to see more sense. and more. Mm-hmm. Legba stops briefly and says, "It seems we're going to be visiting Olympus." <laughs> well, the realm of gods is a place that is not. If we think of where we are as the place that is. And he nods and keeps walking. Imagine probably riding in the wagon. Oh, that's right, because we're in the cart. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Yeah. They just kind of shrugs and keeps on. <laughs> it's like, yep, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Bring it on. I also. Actually, do you know that what you're physically seeing here might be what is actually there? That might not be what we see when we get there. Do I know? It's a mirage. It is not a mirage. It is a spatial distortion. Yeah, sure. You, you can definitely tell that it is an iris. It is a gate. I'm just saying I don't want to assume that what you are actually seeing is what we will see. Oh, that's also true. You're... It's magic. It's going to show us things that are not. Things that could have been. That's mm-hmm. very true. You're actually seeing it. That might not be what any of the rest of us see. That's true. Ash, let me start consulting you when I'm writing my notes, because like, man, that would have been better than my idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, um, as you all ride the, the wagon forward and notably, of course, it is large enough that you can actually ride the cart and wagons through or do you all mm. park it outside? I think I'm with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. So, uh, my only concern is for the horses. Do you think they'll be? They'll handle it. They'll be fine. I think. Okay. They, they, they survived the the boulders coming down upon them, and yeah, as as uh, Ulcerit mentioned in Discord. Yes, the, 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 the horses will awaken and create the 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 
Yeah, uh, yeah. The herd. And awakened herd. The herd. Oh, yeah. Lord. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've definitely given them enough breaking points. Yeah. Like, man, I was just a yeah, simple draft horse. I didn't need any of this, but yeah. Uh, the most integrity in the history of an animal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, one would be the most in the history of an animal, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also fair. Thing. <laughs> if you have, if you can suffer multiple breaking points and not <laughs> collapse into yourself and then awaken. <laughs> Time to turn a lion into a slasher. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah. yes. Um, the You step through uh, the mirage itself and see... Um, well, the actually, I think we're... Actually, no, I guess Jules and Isabel would ride, ride through first, which mm -hmm. they do not seem to pass through a curtain or anything like that. They basically yeah. touch the edge of this mirage and then are just gone. Uh, mm -hmm. Very similar to co-locate might work when Jules and Isabel step through along with their horse horses. You also see what Legba had mentioned, seeing this temple up ahead. Uh, then everybody else kind of follows through on the wagon coming through Legba's description, uh, especially in Legba, you may have already clarified your description once getting through. The temple is maybe 50 yards long. Um, it is not overly enormous. Um, and beyond the temple edges itself, because you have the lovely columns, right? Uh, you can see out to what do you imagine is the Mediterranean coast. You see, mm. you know, beautiful blue water out there, especially coming from New Mexico desert into the Mediterranean. It's like, ooh, that is that is a humid heat that hits you. Uh, but you are, you know, also getting a nice kind of coastal breeze. Um, of note, as you step through this place the path behind you is still visible as this heat mirage that goes beyond but there's nothing beyond or more specifically behind you you're basically looking at a kind of shimmery shower curtain kind of effect looking out to new mexico um and then forward of you and kind of your peripheral mage sight or not peripheral mage sight your actual peripheral vision um you can see just a little bit more coastline before it kind of peters off into this distant white kind of fuzz fog almost um oh right and then there is the path that leads up towards the temple itself Hmm. Shall we head to the temple? That is where the path is taking us. Is there nothing here but the temple? Um, there is some grass, the well-trod dirt path, a couple trees. Um, I almost said olive trees, but I don't imagine olive trees are just sitting around there probably in orchards uh but there might be a couple but yeah just what you would all imagine I, I, 
Um, or does it perceive as real? It all perceives as real. And I think actually uh, Rula and Jules may make some comment of, oh, this reminds me of a place in Greece that when traveling with Mortimer that we saw. Um, it is very much a plucked from or created Greek Mediterranean seaside temple. Uh, I guess I should clarify also that it is kind of up on some height. So you have cliff down to the water before it also disappears off into fog. Uh, overall, size wise, you're thinking large campus. Hmm. I want like, to try to. Um... Like, but have we traveled? Hmm. He thinks on that. And he had space side up. Mm -hmm. So let's see. How would I answer that question? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to cast an improvised knowing spell. Sure. Yeah, just notice plus space. Location from where it was. Cool. Great. And Ash, what were you asking? Uh, I want to look around and scrutinize this place the way I did the dreams we have to try to find any evidence of the creator. To see, okay. like, if this is a pocket dimension, kind of. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that was a lot for just Gnosis plus space. Did, oh, you did you add in some yantras or something? Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. I was yeah. I was doing Gnosis plus space is literally just knowledge. This oh, works okay. just fine too. Gotcha. No, you're good. This this works all the same. Um, and then yeah, Ash, you can you can do some scrutiny as well. Uh, but yes, for Ralph, you have not seen a place you have not visited a place like this, but it is something within your understanding. This is a pocket dimension. OK, gotcha. Um, considering the amount of successes that you got, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I will add in just for shiggles. Um, it definitely appears to be a. Fully fledged pocket dimension. Mm. Wherein you don't have the arcana for it, but you can see the building blocks within the pocket dimension of Twilight, um, which also kind of is a side thing must be here or there would be <laughs> a screaming Ganem. Uh, Ganem may be screaming and actually because of spirit side up. I would know. Yes, <laughs> there is a continually grumpy Ganem who's like, why? Why do we walk through places like this? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh in response to Isabel's question, Ligma says, we have traveled and uh, we are in a pocket created for this, for some purpose. This likely is not a place that exists permanently. Um, so you're telling me I haven't actually been to Greece now? Unless a portion of Greece was taken and placed in this pocket dimension, you have not yet been to Greece. Oh. Possible. Uh, okay. Yes, for two successes digging around, uh, especially using Prime, there is a lot of uh, after effects of spells. 
looking around and again this is one of those you don't have all the arcana for it but you can recognize especially because of your rather talented peripheral mage site all these stones were put here by matter all this grass these trees grown with life somebody has put a lot of time and effort into making this place look exactly the way it does i will give just kind of a freebie because of your mage sites being on time doesn't seem to be progressing for the plant life and the structures here things move but they don't seem to be moving forward in time they do not you know there's no photosynthesis going on well actually i guess maybe photosynthesis is happening but regardless nothing is growing growing yeah mm -hmm. that was another thing i was going to ask you to try to see like is this a really old just constant space that they open a door into when someone goes on a mission um yeah uh you can do just a gnosis time yeah just to like how old is this yeah kind of poking at it prodding at it don't come up with an answer we're gonna see here rilla do you have a dot of time nope not yet so yeah you kind of come up with an inconclusive answer. I will give you kind of one of those like failing forward things. It's definitely older than this morning. Yeah, it's like because I don't think they made this right now, but it does seem to be suspended. So a pocket dimension where time wasn't added down, or more specifically, stopped. Either way. So uh, shall we go to the temple then? Right. Uh, thank you, Ash, for getting us back on track. Uh, <laughs> I think I've yeah. seen what I can see out here. Yeah. Um, Jules takes a moment to tie up the horses and it's like, well, grass isn't growing. I almost feel bad for this, but eat up, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> just leave them kind of tied to, you know, whatever. Um, and then make your way up towards the temple. Uh it is a completely open air temple. Uh, there is no internal structure, no. Uh, well, I guess it would be Jewish if it was a holy of holies, but no central like altar place. Um, but and this is our first little bit of collaborative story building. Um, there are six statues kind of spaced along um, between pillars um and this is where get back over to Kanka. um so ralph i would imagine mm -hmm. that the appropriate greek deity to represent cloak or legba may be hermes um mostly yeah, from good okay uh so yes there is a statue of hermes there a uh, little bit farther down is a Chris, I would imagine Zeus, but that's a recent thing for uh, Isabel. So I don't know if that's something that would have always been hers or if she might have been more of a Hera. I feel Apollo is pretty good. Apollo is another good one. I don't know. And notably, I, and I'm getting very meta. This is these are gods that 
draw your characters and like i feel a connection there um, i'm cheating um <laughs> as but, opposed to when uh, you know diamond order showed up and fucked up <laughs> i would imagine either either hera or artemis oh artemis would be another mm. actually i think artemis considering your past yeah right um <clears throat> babasera hades or hestia no <laughs> right yeah no it's the i can see the the reasoning go either way but it's definitely going to be hades yep okay um let's see here uh rilla uh is drawn towards apollo now that i know that apollo is not taken um and oh Jesus, I passed right back. Gizla. <laughs> I was actually kind of unsure because that was another like, would it be Hestia? Uh, especially, you know, and uh, there's obviously like Atropo and some of the, you know, fates, but more Olympus gods. Yeah, probably Hestia. Okay. Athena? Athena is another good one too, but. No. No? No. Not even with the Arachne pole? No. <laughs> um, and notably, there is a statue for jewels. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is drawn towards Hephaestus. Oh, yeah. Um, as you all kind of... That isn't foreshadowing. Looks like we're going to have another Moros in the group, everybody. That's one way to look at it. Um... As you all kind of move forward, drawn, not necessarily supernaturally, but very naturally mm-hmm. to these different um, statues. As you get closer to them, uh, notably your respective statues, the, co- the the space between the columns shows another image, not of the seaside and the, the ocean, but of other places and times and unfortunately that's just where we're gonna have to take our quick break real quick um even though uh youtube guys i'm sure you're like wait we just started yeah technical (laughs) difficulties uh twitch guys hey go take another break uh we'll be right back seeing everybody's gods and uh, a clarification that i realized while i was getting coffee um you all can see these places that are opening up behind these gods mm. nobody else can see yours uh, so ah, these are private little things uh which in character means that you could keep what you see a secret cool but everybody you know we're gonna talk about everybody i'm not gonna send anybody out of the room yeah uh, so like when we turn around and look we just still see the normal you see the ocean and okay yep uh, and uh right oh so, we have any volunteers to go first? Sure. All right. Craig says sure. So, uh, this, so as Theodosia kind of looks past and then I imagine steps around so you get the full screen, you know, you don't have to yell at Hades to, to put his two-tined, you know, fork down or anything, um, and can see... Yes, um, you can see for a second. How best to put this? Actually, yes. Um, 
there is the sound of a gunshot. And you um. fall backwards. And there is this flash for Theodosia, for well, for Babasira. We'll, we'll, we'll use this, right? For Babasira, there is this unnatural growling that you hear and this kind of heavy, dense, overgrowth, jungle kind of feel to your skin. And then Theodosia's, in the vision's eyes, pop open her wound healing as she stands up and launches herself at uh, shoot I didn't write it down name of bounty hunter here or the gunman yeah yeah um, throwing him aside her fingernails elongated into these heavy gnarly claws mm. her hair just pulled back very absolutely well actually let's lean into it very Wolverine right mm. this man gets shredded um we have a short little step forward and we can see her standing up not having eaten this guy right but blood dripping from her mouth where she's bitten <laughs> into him mm -hmm. and Theodosia turns her head and sees Jonathan holding Luca and Valosia close both of them crying and slowly him stepping backwards away, away, and then the three of them running. Whoa. Now, that's that's the little prompt, uh, because as Babasira looks in on this past, it continues on for a bit. Mm. Where does Babasira, and this is kind of on you too, Craig, future what part of that future do you look for because there's this well you know meta wise this is kind of an opportunity for you to kind of work with me and figure out what could have been right but what part of that future that or that past that never happened does baba sarah look for this moment to investigate a past that never happened so there's a couple different branches that would mm -hmm. immediately be of interest is does she get Jonathan and the kids back or is the transformation that happened as part of the awakening to a different watchtower um, does that break that relationship entirely I mean and like I said this is 100% collaborative because this is something that never happened mm -hmm. but in my mind they fled they saw something impossible. They saw mom, wife, get mm -hmm. shot, fall, and then seconds later, standing up a different person, right? Changed, feral, and they fled. Now, my question is, especially knowing your daemon, <laughs> does she go after them? Because I can definitely see her, you know, turning full, especially as a Thyrsus, mama bear, and being like, whoa, 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 hang on. No, we're staying together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being this still kind of Baba Sarah protector. I think the Theo that could be or could have been would definitely go after them and try and um, try and keep the family together. 
but not necessarily force it or anything. Sure. Yeah. Like she's yeah, she's not gonna like terrify them into staying with her or anything, but mm. no, you're not a mastigos. No. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I, I I think that's that's a that's a good vibe. So yeah, probably a, a bittersweet alternate past, you know, that you know, Baba Sarah looks in on and sees this Thyrsus who able to keep husband and son alive keep everybody together there's of course the the side of well you never meet Catherine moody well and that's the second thing mm -hmm. that that Sarah would be interested in is what happens to Catherine in that scenario yeah because i think that's i mean i think specifically because this past follows uh, a couple years forward mm -hmm. um there is no sign of Catherine in in that Theodosia's life. Right. And, and Baba Sarah would be like, if the family is good and they're all you know, happy and able to live together, then her attention would wander over towards San Francisco and see what happened with Catherine. If I don't know if that how the movement or nope, whatever is just following at. Theodosia's okay. path. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think yeah, I, I, I like the idea of Fast, bump, punch in the fast forward button. Be like, okay, nope, found everybody. We're together, mm -hmm. and then yeah, your paths never cross with Catherine. So definitely, is, I hadn't thought about that aspect, but yeah, it's like, well, yeah, you probably never go to San Francisco. You probably stay up in Washington, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Washington State. And so yeah, never, never meet Catherine. And you know but after. Go ahead. So that leaves a bit of an ache, but yeah, that's rough. Mm -hmm. And to not know what happened to Catherine then. Oh yeah, that that really sings Baba Sarah, I'm sure, because because yeah. it was a, a mutual rescue kind of thing with Catherine, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they yeah. kind of teamed up and saved them, saved each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, the other question that I have mostly for Craig is do you think Baba Sarah finds or joins up with the pentacle mm. or the, the seers? Well, excuse me, the diamond order or the seers, especially with the seers very happily offering protection and, you know, like, you know, join us together. Um, Based on her interactions with the seers, everything has been, transactional and leaves you feeling like you paid more than you got. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think she would end up with the spheres at all, regardless of what they were offering. Right. Because the, the diamond is said to us too. Right. And the, and the stink of the seers, their scent and things would. Well, and the, the tyranny vibes and, you know, the, mm -hmm. the past that, you know, she had, you know, with Baloja Bellina. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, definitely has some, some some negative connotations there. Okay. Um, I, I think she would stay an independent, actually, because she's not big on structures and order and people being in charge. Combine in that with being a thyrsus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, if you want to, you know, I'm not taking orders from you unless you can beat me or something. Like, it's sort of the, yeah, unless you're the alpha and prove to me that you're the alpha, I'm not doing anything you say. Right. Mm -hmm. I like that. So I don't I don't know if that would be compatible with a diamond order very much. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you might get some some status dots and be like, yeah, we can work together, but uh, you ain't my boss. I like that. Yeah. Who's next? I can go. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to see. Gisela and Ash, you you and I, oh, we're going to have an Atratus episode here. <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah, you know, we, we cut to... Before... Yeah, as opposed to Baba Sarah seeing the day of her awakening, this goes farther back. And that one bit of luck that just kind of went wrong for your father. He dies early. Um, how exactly he dies, you know, isn't covered in the particular dream. But uh, that well, does... it depends on where we are when it happens. Right. I can tell you possible explanation. Possible right. Reasons. right. But this is still Germany uh, or still the, what's the term? What would we determine that was the uh, actual place? The, yeah, the, the forest. Yeah, the forests. Um, yeah, so he passes, and therefore the curse passes. He was a woodcutter and Kohler, so probably some tragic accident when the tree falling. Yeah, tree falling on him. Yeah. Um, so the curse passes to you, and you have the well to that Gisela. And you have the absolutely terrible, rotten luck. But already on the path of, let's investigate. Let's fix this. Let's let's talk to the fairies. Let's figure out what mythological being is fucking up my family. Um, but with a more, what do I want to say? Uh, fatalistic tone, because uh, now it's bothering you. Now it's coming after you. Um, so there is a day of just darkness, right? That leads to a Stygian awakening and you wake, but, um, the, the, uh, the Gisela who comes out of that is not a pleasant person. Um, uh, combine that with the the curse that once sapped at luck, now eating away at mana and willpower, nibbling at gnosis and driving your wisdom lower and lower. Um, yeah, I I don't know necessarily how how well that Gisela handles it. Um, and that's kind of where I kind of turned it to you and asked, you know, what do you think? And again, this is some of this is out of character, in character. What kind of things that you can try and pluck at to try and figure out useful stuff for your characters and not just a, hey, what if? I'm trying to think of how this Gisela would have attempted to solve the problem. Because I don't know, I can definitely see it just going real bad, like clinging mm -hmm. as hard as possible to the remnants of sanity and just trying to fight it back, but failing. Right. Well, and this is Europe, right? Very much the stronghold for, you know, the diamond and seer orders. And so her awakening probably far more noticed than her awakening because you're awakening in uh well uh arachne's awakening was in the u.s if i remember correctly 
or even yeah timeline wise it would have been when they were in purgatory bluff right you know where nobody was there for her uh but out there oh yeah all sorts of um good or nefarious people to fall in with who yeah yeah i feel like she's definitely going to leave the family just to try to stop cursing them by being around her because at this point she's still got three little siblings Mm -hmm. and let's keep it that way Mm -hmm. um or well no actually because yeah she just got the one the two youngest would never have existed if dad had died then Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i guess she leaves mom working at the bakery and little brother there and goes north to try to find people Mm -hmm. people who might know more um the other alternative i was thinking would be just like we're gonna go out into the woods and find what did it (laughs) and with my shotgun we're gonna have a conversation a god sure yeah i like that um but yeah looking farther into her future because regardless i do not expect that like gisela is stubborn as fuck like even you know especially waking up stygian and be like all right fuck all this shit and just going out and you know finding something but yeah and kind of same question as with craig do you think she falls in with an order um especially with the you know promise of knowledge right and you know potential cure yeah probably um definitely not not the seers because they they just feel bad like all their stuff is about like oppressing people and like you might have a nice life but you have to do it at the expense of other people no um not, not always Right. Well, yeah, because yeah, that's that's the trick, because that's how they get you. Right. Um, especially when they're recruiting. It's like, oh, no, no, we're going to give you resources. We're going to give you wealth. You want knowledge? Sure. You just have these, you know. Dreams that occasionally scritch at the back of your head saying, hey, go do this. I've already got that hanging around my neck. Thank that's, you. That's true. Um, But yeah, she'd probably... I don't know what order, but <laughs> yeah, basically if some hedge mage can find her and take her into like a concilium, I guess I work for you now. Just, <laughs> and just to try and get rid of the curse and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then out of characters, they're, you know, little things of mystery that you're digging into or considering your time arcana is this just a whole bunch of like <laughs> eyes wide study all this drink this all in scrutiny kind of stuff what do you think uh less time and more fate it's like this was this could have been you had the paths gone differently that's true this yeah. is this is a fate that would have been yours and how it played out. Yeah. I mean, how often do you get to actually go study the little shriveled up bits of thread and stuff like that? Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, she's probably 
this is a bit unsettling, but she is enjoying just being able to sort of run through another life. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. And trying to scrutinize and pick apart all the little places it has changed and diverged. Yeah, a lot of divergence here. Could never even make it to the U.S. I never learned English. I like that. Uh, I imagine high speech in German sounds fucking harsh. <laughs> for for Mamoros, right? Yeah. Rise, ghost from your grade. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was listening to that album earlier today. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Ralph or Chris? I know Chris, you're probably wanting to go last just because of stuff, but no. Okay, I'll go. Okay, cool. I don't mind. Whatever. Yeah. So Isabel, you know, it's like this is this is a re- reoccurring experience. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, here we go again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> married, um, but there is no claimed. Right. Uh, no attack on the hacienda. No worst day of your life ever. Um, so happily married. Uh, mom and dad return from Mexico City or rather return you back to Mexico City. Um, and life is wonderful. But uh, especially now that you're back, your father has you studying interesting books and uh, different symbolism and iconographies and things like that to, you know, expand your mind is kind of the, the nudging. Um, and then there is the day that you awaken from Arcadia. Um, and your father is so ecstatic that you are just like him. Uh, and, you know, together he guides you. Uh, and this is the thing I know Chris specifically is after um, as he guides you and is your mentor, both in the supernal and magic, but also in how best to serve the destroyer um, who. Yeah, for your for your knowledge, I, do, I think I have the note visible for everybody, but that is the in 1847, the Exarch of Fate. Um, and as opposed to, um, Nemesis. Yes. In the, in the core book. Yes. For for our purposes, they are functionally the same. I just wanted to use some different names just because they do change over time because everyone's like, oh, there's 10 Exarchs. Uh, point of fact. <laughs> so. Also, just the destroyer sounds badass. <laughs> Yeah, um, especially when you tie it with fate, and it's like, oh, you're that guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gisela is over here going, "Hang on, what the fuck is just happening? Uh, what happened to my life?" Um, but yes, uh, training you and nudging you and teaching you how to use your arts to ensure the safety and longevity of your lineage, your power, um, how to you know, remove rivals. And occasionally there is a a dream that nudges you into action. You know, hey, there's this potion. Hey, there's this little tincture to just drop in a wine glass at some fancy Spanish ball. Yeah. 
but I don't know how long that lasts. Uh, or if you think that Isabel, you know, not Petrichor, obviously. I think obviously. that Isabel goes right along with it. Having never been challenged or forced to exit her life as it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Born into privilege, um, continued to have privilege and do anything to keep it, I guess. I mean, not not even do anything to keep it, but just this. No, this is this is my life. This is what I was meant to do following in, in a very like. She was raised from birth to be the next in a line of nobility. This is just finding out that you're just nobility in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you're, you're describing her basically being this like, uh, not assassin, but like poisoner, and and so maybe like a. Like Black Widow, Shadow Name sort of thing. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah. I think people go away. You know. Yeah, probably potentially. Yeah, marrying into these I mean, different she, families. She still and... has the same like force of personality and stuff like that. I th I feel like mm -hmm. it's just more pointed and probably a little bit more cruel mm -hmm. over time. Yeah, especially in in private. You know, put puts yeah. on the lovely public face and then in private just absolutely eviscerates people but yeah as you're watching this and imagine you know for me my mental prompt is and that's the newly awakened um uh almost said petrifor isabel but is there stuff you know once you've kind of got your hands on the remote that you try and like who's doing what obviously there's the big reveal of that is at least in this well, actually, I mean. you can you can assume that he was always an Acanthus, mm. but is mm, true. Yeah, well, haven't explicitly been told that he's alive, but have been told that to meet him, you'd have to, to meet Mexico. him again. Go to Mexico, right? Um, That's a great thing in chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chat says, OK, I want this timelines, Isabel, to somehow cross timelines to become this group's enemy. She sounds scarily awesome. Darkest These things timeline. can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as like what Petricor is trying to get out of this mm -hmm. is learning anything about relevant things of how the, the seer organization works or, or things about dad that might be further clues. Okay, cool. To yeah. Pursue I like that. In, 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 in this actual timeline. Cool. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because I'm making notes, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So yeah, a lot of, hmm, where, you know, seer outposts, you know, little hidey holes, you know, right. methodologies. I, and I want to, I want to like actually like, be clear about this is that uh, I don't think Isabel's well I don't think Petricor is horrified by this mm -hmm. and I think Isabel accepts it at a level 2 that this is just how it could have been 
And given the... She's not go with the flow, but that, that like, do, do what must be done sort of thing is that this is just how this version of her would have had to survive. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a very Thyrsus approach right. at it. Yeah, I like that. Right. It's like, and I can't I think, even be mad at myself. And I think in the, in the, the Black Widow version of Isabel, there's probably still a run of that mm-hmm. where she, especially if she's being asked to like poison and people and stuff like that, that she's probably learning, uh, especially some life magic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of that, like, cause Isabel sees everything as a challenge, right? Right. And so from a, a Canthus perspective, it might be more of, I've already won. Mm-hmm. I've already won these challenges. Everything is just puppets and, and marionettes and toys. Yeah. Um, Especially when you have all the fate and time to right. ask, hey, if I do this, what is my right. opponent going to do? Right. Yeah. Like, you, do, you don't stand a chance. I have the high ground. <laughs> cool. I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll scribble down some some notes for the future. Um. So then we come around to Ralph. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, similarly, you know, that really bad day that cloak hat john paul had um really bad series of days yeah yeah that's true <laughs> um and uh yeah you are within um the for lack of a better term testing chamber um mm-hmm. you know to to become an ungon right mm-hmm. um and there are sounds of screams and things happening but then the door is ripped open Oh shit. Your mentor reaches in and grabs hold and pulls you out, apologizing profusely that he's broken this, I guess we can say a sacred right and yeah. saying, but your life is more important than that and we can help people. You need to do something now. Um, and together with you, save what few people you can because if i remember correctly there was i'm trying to remember was it the tomtomoku that came on that day yeah Yeah, so so yeah because what happened was um he basically was lying to his superiors he -hmm. was sent to like infiltrate and monitor his mentor and his mentor was like look let me tell you the truth they're tricking you right and then you know he gradually became more receptive to it and actually became a part of the the community right and was getting um, and of course, the Tontomaku knew this, right? right? They're like, let's see what happens. And then, you know, he's getting initiated and they're like, now's the time. This is the price you pay, right? You, you, there's no way you can get away from this. So yeah, they came and they just took people out. Right. So instead you see as you, without having awakened yet, working alongside your mentor to fight back. And there's overwhelming cool. numbers, right? But yeah. at least are able to save some, you know, Sonny Tame makes it, but, you know, Messi J doesn't. Oh, right. Um, yeah. There 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 are some losses, but there there's that core group of you and you escape. Cool. Um, and over the next few days of I imagine not necessarily guerrilla warfare, mm-hmm. but there is some let's fight, find some people. Let's let's try and make something better. 
yeah the challenges that are pushed to you and then seeing some things from your mentor and some things that there's there's no way he knows that how is he it's like he's reading my mind right yeah. kind of stuff and eventually you break or arise um and you step into the the realm of the gods of the loa where you know papa legba walks you on a golden road and you waken as an Abrimos, cool. right? All right. And working alongside your mentor, who is a Mastigos, if I remember correctly, yeah. that's, and we we determined that, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. And the two of you work together as kind of two sides of leadership within this group um, and kind of work towards a, a better thing. You know, him being a little bit more subtle, um and yeah you thought he was a wrecking ball earlier now he's an abrimos who shouts <laughs> things and everybody believes it and oh god yes the yeah you thought songbird was scary <laughs> with kinetic blow here's you know here's cloak with kinetic blow um and you know this this change um and so the two of you work together um to create this new place that starts small right and then slowly works up and you know the talk of miracles that the two of you work together um and that's kind of where the end of my prompt is uh cool. but yeah so now for you there's a little less to to dig into here in terms of what's useful in colorado but there's uh -huh. so much knowledge so you know gnosis level arcana kind of stuff because hey that's how often do you get to view a different path but yeah yeah where, 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 where do you think we go i think a lot of it is going to be useful in colorado based on you know what i brought up to you before mm -hmm. which will need to be something we'll discuss in the group later on not nope. immediately and need to be later in the timeline right but um uh so this is not what i expected you to 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 provide for me right i had a few like hints you know like uh, impressions of where i could go uh the first thing is he takes a shadow name ogun right the low of strength and like power but Hell not yeah. in like um like the the zeus analog mm -hmm. right so he he's definitely embodying that aesthetic right mm -hmm. like wielding power for the purpose of demonstrating might mm -hmm. but not for the purpose of controlling or oppressing people right mm -hmm. like and i am the lightning Right. So so and so I shall be right. Right. That kind of thing. And I'm imagining your mentor curiously takes the shadow name Papa Legba. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's cool definitely to see that, see his impression of it, because, you know, I, I think he's definitely a foil in some ways. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a mentor is definitely more emotionally expressive outwardly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, however, he also conceals his feelings more. Right. And Legba does. Right. So as much as there's the impression sometimes that maybe Cloak or Legba has some subtext, and generally he's, he's being honest about how he feels about stuff. Mm -hmm. He's just being in a kind of forceful way um, to get people not to, to to investigate the other things he's feeling. Like right. What he tells you is true, but he's not telling you all of the truth, right. whereas his mentor is telling you none of the truth, but being very, like, conversant mm -hmm. and amicable. So I, I think it that the story would progress in that they realize that they now have enough people and enough power 
uh, that they could really improve Haiti. So what I see them ha doing is trying to eliminate the, the jockeying for empires and leadership that happened in the early 1800s where everyone was trying to become emperor of Haiti and like screwing over the populace, right? So the first thing I do is like, there's no more indentured servitude, right? Like we're not paying that wear guild. So they need to find some way to get to the point where they can have some authority and some influence over the government, uh, establish a unity and then figure out a way to get out from under the thumb of France and acquire some kind of economic stability. And I think, um, Hmm. Maybe through use of the weather, helping to grow crops, like whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? He would contribute in those ways. Uh, and then he'd also, what I imagine would happen is he'd think that more people deserve the opportunity to achieve their potential. So in the same way that Cloak is committed to giving people agency and giving people a chance to think about what's going on in their lives, Ogun is thinking specifically hey, everybody needs to get to this place. Everybody needs to get to Guinea, right? right. And the only way to for do... You, apocalypse for you, apocalypse <laughs> <Exactly>. for you. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to do this, right? So he's definitely leaning towards the silver ladder, mm -hmm. right? Like, I, I think he's straight up, like, you know, um, very obviously focused on this is humanity's birthright. Mm -hmm. Everyone in Haiti deserves this, especially... Be and it'd be... be um, oh, let, me, let me back up his perspective on this would receive some influence from the Mastigo's perspective. Right. Because in his personal life, he views all of this as adversity. So the country has gone through adversity, right? For hundreds of years, we're black people. We've been through slavery and then we harm ourselves. And now we're in a place where we could really have a realm of our own. But all we do is just try and compete with each other for the crumbs that are left behind from the the recently left colonists that we, we kicked out, right? Right. So he'd be thinking, all right, we, we all deserve to be gods in a way, not in a blasphemous way, right? right? Like not we all deserve to be lower, but we all deserve this power. I'm not the only one who can have this power. And so if, if the silver ladder became involved at some point, that would make sense to me. Yeah. However, if his mentor had died, I should say this. He was he was going to worship the general hard. Oh, right? yeah. And it was going to be the Petro version of Ogun, and he was going to fuck people up, right? <laughs> it was going to be like all about forces all day, every day. But no, in this 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 turn, yeah, definitely. He'd be in the, hey, people deserve a chance to do better in their lives because they have potential. They don't have to go through trauma in order to realize that humans are, human beings are good, good things, right? They're good entities. They're good beings. And so as a consequence, they deserve an opportunity to rise. And Haiti in particular must have that. And the only way to do that is to convince people that they have to follow the righteous path. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we see that side. Uh, I definitely think because at least within my notes. Yeah, it's the. Oh, that was just Craig freezing. I was like, not again. Uh, it's definitely the, the 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 pair of you, you know, yeah. initially and then oh, somebody else and somebody else. And then, you know, the diamond order shows up and goes, hey, what are you what are you, what are you doing over here? And I imagine especially the pair of you plus whoever else that you've got. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Yeah, this is, this is a negotiation. This is a discussion. You don't get to step in here and take over. But that's right. I like that. That's good stuff. Cool. Um, and uh, I'll say the thing he takes away from that is mm -hmm. uh, he can't sit on his hands, right? Mm -hmm. that he needs to talk to Les Enfants. Mm -hmm. 
right? Like this is, this is what he's thinking is this is what would have happened if his mentor would have survived. Mm -hmm. He's not thinking this is fictional. This is not illusory for him. Sure. Because he's, he's um, recognizing that this is just a, a chain of causality, right? In his mind. Yep. Like this, this was a possibility. Not yep. anything was his fault. Just, oh, wait a minute. A Mastigos leading Maroons can do good things. I'm so focused on me. Maybe I really need to do something different. Right. Yeah, especially seeing this past where look what could have been. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's very, very yeah. good. Um, right. So, um, and I feel like Twiggy so has been running through the timelines. She's been trying looking at different options, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so there's the one where she doesn't get help and she ends up just spiraling down and going wrapped. And this is what that looks like. I like that. I actually, it, because that was not the intention of this, but I kind of like the idea that the Acanthus looks over here and goes, this is cool, puts her hands in and starts... <laughs> yeah. And just like, I'm going to look at all this stuff. Essentially just yeah. fucking... Uh, oh, shit. I just lost the reference. Damn it. Blockwork orange yourself. <laughs> just look at all of it. <laughs> I like basically that. going through them with fate and time and finding branches and then looking at that one, looking at this one. And these are thorns. That's kind of Kansas thing, right? So you're just trying mm -hmm. to take a look at everything everywhere. All at once. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so good. <laughs> Still need to see it. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, uh, uh, Diamond Order Gisla probably ended up as an arrow. Mm, mm hmm. Yeah. The go out in the woods and fist fight God definitely. Yeah, sure. Was the vibe. Yeah. But especially and after that, the whole like, I mean, our Gisela is, you know, the homebody and the protector. And well, yes, but, you know, adamantine arrow and with more, you know, firearms and, you know, protect the mages kind of vibes. I like that. That's cool. Um, so as you all kind of just ingest this, which notably for four of you, uh, well, actually, I take that back for three of you, uh, Chris, Ralph and uh, Craig, the your your journeys are or visions are kind of. You know, a, a similar duration, right? The hmm. things that you all see. When you turn away, as the kind of vision kind of fades, you find Rilla staring out past, um, oh my gosh, whatever statue. I can't Apollo. Remember. Apollo, thank you. Um, hmm. And looking a little like disappointed and confused. Hmm. Um, and you can see Gisela like deep. And just continuing to watch and watch and see all sorts of stuff. Um, very, for lack of a better term, wrapped up in uh, all this kind of stuff. And uh, Jules is kind of sitting at the, well, heels, the back of the Hephaestus um, statue. And uh, obviously... Just gonna head over to Rilla and just be a presence there okay. for her. Mm -hmm. And yeah. 
obviously ash feel free to step in and step in um not to sideline you um but yeah Rilla kind of leans against Theodosia and goes it's nothing like there's 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 What's a wrong, there, there's a flicker of things but I'm I'm not seeing anything I imagine um, out of character, we didn't discuss it, but everybody I imagine saw stuff and started talking about the things before they kind of got drawn into it. Um, but Rilla is yeah. like stuff. If hearing her say that, that's going to pull me away from mine. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I want to look at her destiny. Still there. Yeah. Looks looks the way that it's been. Because I feel like that's what's screwed with her visions. Yeah, that that's a potential thing. They would offer the perspective. These were constructed by someone. No. And I would suggest viewing this and that, but... But there's literally nothing here. Mm -hmm. You say you see flashes. What are they of? My eyes opening and then it's gone. The My little room back in London. Um, the, the tent in Africa. Some places of my past but it's long enough for me to recognize where I'm at and it ends I without that potion you may not have awoken if this trial is meant to show as it did me and as I assume each of you wants everyone else different awakened versions of ourselves. This may be she like reaches down and like grabs her by the shoulders. This may be the awakened Rilla. But I mean, that's that's a year of possibilities other things places branches kind of looking at Gisela I think you might not have branches you still have the the destiny like the I mean, it's not a weight around your neck but it kind of is it's this thing on you Guiding, dooming. Yeah, she kind of shakes her shoulders at that. To, like I don't, I don't like yeah, that. I, I don't. Want... Don't remember if I looked at her before she awakened. Did she have the destiny? No, no. right? Mm -mm. Yeah.
or added. Think, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I think I'd like to sit down and look into that some more with you later, if you'd like. Because I don't like how nebulous it is. I don't like this. No, I I don't either. I free will is a thing. I have choices. Mm, I could you do like picks up you know random pebble off of the temple floor and throws it through the opening as have a, choices within constraints. But also keep in mind these visions were meant to teach us something, like, or well, get us to contemplate something. I guess I am beyond lessons and things that are worth teaching or like what does the lack of vision here make you contemplate like mine was about the thing that i am left to ponder now is would i trade the life of my husband and son for catherine in our relationship that's the choice it offered me to think about immediately realize like oh shit and like turns and like it's that mutual side hug as opposed to like her little mm. you know kind of out um, I will add for a little bit of flavor that you hear a little bit of sobbing from Jules um, getting there in a second oh yeah I figured <laughs> um, Isabel reaches deep within her um and takes a deep breath and blinks open her eyes and turns on time dun, dun, dun. oh shit cool i'm trying to inspect really i guess or just, i think just generally the whole situation mm-hmm Okay. The old mid uh, mid session XP expenditure. <laughs> mid sesh. But yeah, um, I I think specifically, especially coming at this with new eyes, kind of thing, right? Um. Uh, the. Well, actually, I guess with time as mage site uh, feel free to go ahead and roll gnosis plus time um for an actual like peek at stuff um but the whole place yeah um uh, you have these i don't know how her mage site would ne necessarily see it but in my head they're kind of these tapestries these um curtains hanging between these pillars behind the various statues um, and they're all very well attuned to each of you right uh, to show these past alternate lives Rilla seems to be malfunctioning um, from a No, I don't want to say this. Oh, yeah. I, coming from 
the uh like just supernal side of something fucked with this spell um yeah the science of sorcery suggests that um Shamans often envision time as the world tree, as the branches and mm, mm-hmm. roots and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so back along its trunk when they need to go from complexity to simplicity and venture perilously high into its branches to comprehend the fractal patterns of the future. Yeah. Um, don't know if that's entirely. Um, Petrichor's fitting view. for, mm-hmm. for Petrichor, but. Um, like just seeing like overlaid um like a piece of sheet music that someone has composed erased composed erased composed erased and like picking through and being able to see from from the eraser marks like Ooh, cool um or the discarded bits of mm-hmm. um of paper around like In- the grabbing onto that because mm-hmm. it's, it's everybody else has these worn pieces of paper, right? And pencil marks or right. erase marks that everybody is kind of viewing. And Rilla's looks like somebody basically put their hand on the staff sheet right there to tell you what key you're playing in and ripped everything else off. Oh, to give shit. you an idea. Slide, Arachne, I'd like to ask what you see of time with Rilla, but from my new vision, I don't want this to come across harshly, but yes, something is broken. And uh, to reiterate... Well, thank you. Yes. Not of you, Rilla. Okay, uh, that's going to make me want to verify the shield I've got on her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I forgot that's there. It looks hale and hearty. There, there doesn't appear just like with, especially because you have prime sight. There's nothing affecting her right now. Uh, I, I need to go check on Jules. Um, and Ash, I don't know if you're going to want to look at the spell as well. Uh, yeah, scrutinizing it with time. Time or prime, however you kind of want to look at it. For me, for you, it's the same. Oh, Griffin has a good one in chat too of how time sight could work. Ooh, feelers mm-hmm. of lightning, and then the one that's very good. Good job, Griff. That's good fluff. Gonna spend the willpower. All right. Two successes. I was looking at it with time. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So similar to what Petrichor kind of nudged you and kind of pointed you at. Yeah. There is something with this spell. You can't quite tell what's going on. It's almost as if uh, and giving this from the fact that you also have the prime side of things like somebody 
put the spell on pause um or uh to use a more modern term the video has buffered a little bit and so you can play that start but it's not loading anything more so can i try to restart it prime in time have you guys yeah. shared this with us it's prime time yeah, it is prime time uh what was that craig have you guys shared this with us? We were talking about it, but yeah. So we know that there's another entity trying to interfere with this whole process. And we also know that the seers were very interested in Rilla. They want her. Yes. So this could be their interference manifesting. That's what I was thinking, because she is still. They haven't tried to touch her because I would know. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, I want to. I want to remove whatever the block is that's got it. Okay, roll gnosis plus prime. Prime, yeah. I'll give it a willpower. Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. Wow. So you throw yourself into this spell. Uh, which we're not going to bother writing up. It's fine. Um, I'm basically seeing it as basically sort of pushing mana through it to try to clear blockage. Whatever has got a block, yeah. I like that. That's that's good. Unclog the drain. Yeah. Mage, it's the old it's, supernal plunger. Right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> wooka, wooka, wooka. <laughs> Mage, we're all sorts of elegant here. Toilet, yeah. <laughs> toilet metaphors. Um, we're supernal custodians, everyone. So, uh, yeah, you lean into this um, and I'm not going to continue with that metaphor, but yeah, <laughs> you press up against and where you feel there should be some kind of give, right? Something that you could press against. There is no yield to it whatsoever. Um, mechanically, I will tell you your clash of wills. Fetch mastery. Um, there, there's something there and it's just like, no, this isn't even a contest. Um, yeah, for... Does it seem like I could try again or is it just like impossible? Oh yeah, no, you're, yeah, this is that straight up, slam your shoulder up against the door, you feel some kind of give, even if it's a big heavy door. Slam your shoulder up against a stone wall and it just laughs at you. It does not care. Pick your finger in a socket and (laughs) blast it across the room. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, something very big doesn't want you to see whatever is here. Which supports my theory. So while you all are discussing this, tell us much about what she actually saw during her awakening. Uh, yeah, uh, her her awakening was Golden Road discussing science and math with angel angelic tutors. Um, It was, you know, like science school you know, prime aether shit. Yeah, I had a boo. Um, yeah, but it was it was exactly her stuff. It's just that drink in real knowledge. Uh, for her, she's gone from studying science with a lower case S to a capital S and right. seeing the underlying blocks of uh, existence. 
Uh, um, I know you want to let mm-hmm. that scene happen between Isabel and Jules, and I'm yep. all for that. If there's time, mm-hmm. uh, I do have something that might be interesting to happen between Rilla and Cloak. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get back to that. Um, no pressure. Can happen next time, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jules, uh, Jules definitely trying to put on a brave face kind of thing. Uh, but it's definitely like, yeah, he's, you know, kind of expressions and trying to calm himself down. Um, and as you sit down next to him, ah, <laughs> oh, this doesn't, this like has his head turned away. Um, you can see him kind of, you know, deep breath, trying to compose himself, wipes his face. Oh, that was no. Mm-mm. Did not like that. She like relaxes out of Petrichor a bit. You said he's like sitting against the statue. Yeah, he's he sat down, leaned back. Yeah. Classic. I've seen some shit pose. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Um, it's it's a lot of. It's a lot of what Gisela warned me about. Um, if I, uh, you know, kept traveling with Mortimer and instead of staying here in Purgatory Bluff, and I mean, I was already going to start messing with things and looking into things, and you know, I looked into more things and following shamanistic rituals and summoned things that, well, I mean, you saw the things I summoned, but you and the the rest of the coven weren't there and it's uh led to a dark led to a dark path and um i became a monster i think you need to speak up a little bit uh yeah sorry uh and then i became a monster it's okay it's fine i just wasn't quite ready for that Things coming through from the other side, and uh, if you would like to give me a wits plus insight or a subterfuge, you meant wits plus sympathy. Yes. <laughs> insight check. Insight you were, check. You were inserting a D and D terminology. I knew what you subterfuge, meant. Subterfuge. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. No worries. Nope. He's fine. Well, notably, he's being completely honest right now. There you are. <laughs> yeah, he he has seen some shit. He's he's shaken up. If it helps, I had to uh, see a version of myself attached to the same realm as Gisela. Sorry, that's not the bad part. Uh, like, and what's wrong with that? <laughs> Marching oh, over. If it helps, I had to do the lame thing. Right? <laughs> but a less rough and tumble, but yet no less pragmatic version of Isabel. A sort of she like searches for this word that she's pretty sure exists and like says femme fatale. And... Mm. Sure. He nods. 
so evil Isabel. Some would call it that. Still a badass, though. Did you think it was still you in the end? That version of you? A version of Isabel. There's like the, the nod and then the shake of his head of like, definitely, that's good. Definitely wasn't what I saw. <laughs> what sort of monster? Have you ever thought about things that Legba could do if he wanted to? Controlling? Utterly? Every person I met falling under my sway, getting whatever I wanted, was kind of... Has that not happened here? <laughs> he like he looks and like is like yes very clear the you know attempted humor but he kind of shakes his head as I mean I got you know there's a blush but he's like I got any woman I wanted but I didn't have a relationship I knew what to say to get what I wanted without effort wasn't real though and then, yeah, started to call things through to do my bidding. Found them to me. Within a year, I was head of the Royal Society. It was wonderful. It's all the accolades I ever wanted. Met the queen, or actually 1848 queen. Yeah, Victoria, right. Famously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, she cuts in and she, that's... You can be horrified by it, but... The things you're describing are not... Inherently... Evil. Every word you just said is something that I have done in placing myself in society at Purgatory Bluff. Now, I haven't used, for the most part, my magic to do so. But I know what to say to people. I know how to get them to give me what I want. And have achieved a position of power. And Do you find me to be evil? No. But you worked for it. You didn't cheat. Did this, your did way this version it. of you study? Did they train their magic? I, mean, I stepped 
out of my awakening and could whisper a word and people would obey. Very Jessica Jones villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... There was no effort. And it's not that somebody had the choice then to do as I said. They were commanded to do it. And while you could... <laughs> makes a, <laughs> He makes a face. You could command numerous people to do whatever you wanted and many of them would do it because they trust you they believe in you they think you would be the right person these people were after they did as i commanded were broken changed sleepers do not do well coming up against no that kind of thing but I could be, I could do that just as well, without control of their mind, but with their bodies instead. That Pheromones would make you fear. evil, I think. Make them want to fight. Make them want to flee. Make them want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the three Fs. That was great. Fight, Chris. flight, and mating. Yeah. Eat food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and notably, uh, just so I, it doesn't. Sorry, I just wanted I mm-hmm. wanted to get this out for a second, but would like to restate just in case anyone's forgotten. Isabel does not have dots of empathy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's yeah. bad at this. Oh yeah. Uh, and he's definitely he's just getting. Like, no, that. you're not helping. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's trying. Yeah. Uh, but notably, and, and just so, A, I don't have to invent a whole bunch of shit, and so we can right. continue on, because we'll see what Ralph had. Sure. But uh, but notably, he's he goes in and 100% magic jewels awakening in London. Gets definitely tied up with the Sears, starts manipulating and breaking people. You can hear the wisdom just tanking uh, or specifically actually actually probably doesn't even have to do that because he can inure a couple yep. spells yeah. and then he's and just like a domination and you're great. Yep. And just left and right and leaving people to do his commands. And if they keep their brains intact, cool, he can do it some more. Oh, they're starting to fall apart. Discard. Take over whoever's new. Um yeah. Yeah, absolute like acquire some uh, patronage stocks in Bedlam Hospital and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Yep, one hundred percent like just super Sith Darth jewels. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Isabel is going. Yeah, but I could do all that too, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, and, sounded helpful to her, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, and notably uh, for for him, well, yeah, it is definitely not the best thing to hear him getting it off his chest, and yeah. notably her continuing to be like, not that. Well, I'd still love you because I don't think she would go that far, but her 
not judging him for right. having that be a possibility. Because uh, for him, it's definitely... Um, well, it's also like structured language of this could be something that I could do. Mm -hmm. This could be something that you did. It's right. it's that detachment level. She at least gets that right, I mm -hmm. think. And the other little thing that you get from it is where the rest of you had a little control. You had a little remote as opposed to Gisela, who had like the full soundboard <laughs> gears in front of her. Right. Jules was just clockwork orange. Mm -hmm. Watch this. There's no pausing it. There's no turning away. There's no fast forwarding through the, the gruesome parts. Nothing. He just watched it all. Um, and just, yeah, uh, he has a couple conditions um, kind of things. But um, yeah, seems like Gisela did a really nice thing by saying, hey, man, got some bad things in store for you. You might want to reconsider your choices. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jules was going to be a reoccurring villain. Um, that was your fate, but we changed it. Yep. Uh, sorry you didn't get to awaken, but... Worked up with the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> read, read that on your bingo board. Uh, yep. So, uh, and then... Well, actually, I guess I'll ask Rob. They also, like, he's been feeling sad that he didn't awaken right and it's like oh well now you see what it would have been like mm -hmm. so yeah. uh um she does like essentially offer that if he's feeling overwhelmed by this if there were to be any more of the trial coming she could uh essentially let him sleep through it <laughs> Uh, I, I think his response to that is, I don't know how well I'm going to be sleeping for the next couple of days after these things in my head. I know. Well, she could make that no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask real quick, Ralph, is that short yeah. thing or something that we want to give some time? Um, it, it can be whatever duration you like. Um, you can see what he says and then, and yeah. then decide if you want to cut it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Do we leave this on a cliffhanger? Right. It's up to you. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Cool. So uh, after Isabel goes to talk to Jules, right? And it's just the four of us sitting there and Rilla's probably mm -hmm. a little upset. Close six down and uh, leans forward. And because Coke does have one dot of empathy. Not very good wits and reading people. But he's <laughs> pretty good at consoling people. So sure. even though he doesn't do it very much, he's usually just like, you, this is your problem. It's fine. Um, so uh, he he leans towards Rilla and he says, hmm, I know you're feeling bad right now. Would it be helpful if I shared what I think? Sorry. Would it be helpful if I shared what I think? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So let me first ask you a question. And do you remember when I once asked you to dance? She, she grins, small blush, and says, uh, yes. I think the nature of our relationship might be a little different now. If that then it might be a little, sorry. I think the nature of our relationship might have been different than it is now. If you had taken me up on the offer. Quite probably. And that's no statement of regret coming from me. Who knows what the future holds? 
and he winks at her. Um, <laughs> and then this is probably like peculiar um, <laughs> people seeing him do this. Um, but he says, the point is our lives hold all kinds of potential. I witnessed my awakening to your path and the good I could have accomplished in Haiti if I hadn't instead been subjected to pandemonium and sent halfway around the world to brood with a bunch of people I don't relate to. So I think there's two ways you could approach this. The first is, if you wanted, you could go into your own Eros, and maybe with my help, you could employ your considerable powers of knowledge to predict what you might have seen, what might have happened if you'd made different choices, and that might provide you with a little satisfaction. Or you could take an approach that's similar to the one I've taken, which is that it is helpful to know what would have been. It is more important to know why you should value what you have. You have a destiny, but you do still have choice because you have choice in how you treat all of us every day. You have choice in how you explore your magic. You have choice in how you prepare yourself for what's going to come. And you will always have a choice to ask for help and to get the support from all of us, regardless of whatever happens to you, or whatever you choose to do. I'm going to try and make an expression roll. To give you like the, um, uh, maybe empowered condition or whatever you think makes sense. Mm -hmm. But just trying to get her in a state where she feels in, um, enthusiastic and optimistic. Yeah. Right? Not necessarily like she thinks this isn't a problem, but like, you know what? This is something I can handle. Even if I don't know what everybody else learned, I'm still going to be okay. That's it. Maybe like agency or something. Yeah. Whatever makes sense. Yeah, I like that. All right. Cool. All right. And I think this is, you know what? I think this is consistent with my virtue, but I didn't spend any willpower. I'm definitely going to spend one now. So, it's been a willy. All right. Didn't even need to invoke my attainment. Yeah. Don't have to spend any mana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. And and I definitely think the, the idea is like, especially because some of her issue is that she's kind of pouting because yeah. she didn't get the cool thing everybody else got right yeah. uh, and especially from the mage side of things like she didn't have anything to study or to look at yeah and no but, fair right uh but that combined with the weight of destiny and stuff like that it's like okay no i do have choices like i can make you know even if my destiny is very very set which gisela has told her it still branches plenty um yeah. you got options yep uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, and she kind of perks up a little bit and kind of nods and then has that moment kind of like where she realizes that she's been a little bit self-centered and kind of leans over and looks over at Jules and Isabel and goes, right, not just about me. That's right. I like that. That's a good positive place to end the scene. Uh, all right but good stuff um 
not a whole lot of die rolls. Um, that also tends to be a kind of staple of when Drew runs games. Uh, but nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it at all. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, but yes, thank you all for joining us. Uh, as always, you can come by Discord, www.eatinto.space, and join us there to talk about stuff, including if you want to talk about Mage the Ascension <laughs> and how it differs from Mage the Awakening. Um, there's quite a few of you folks, um, if you happen to see this, um, who <laughs> came over from Mage the Podcast Discord and have been learning about Awakening, which has been really fun. And last night I literally had trouble going to bed because it's like they're having conversations and I want to talk, but I need to go to bed. <laughs> I was very upset. I legitimately is the first time I've not been able to just like put my phone down. I like had to put it elsewhere so I didn't just pick it up. Oh, what are they talking about? <laughs> I said I'm going to bed like three or four times. So, yeah, uh, definitely come and be like, hey, I, Chris, I thought you hated Acanthus, Arcana, blah, blah, blah. And, I'll, you know, I've always said just fate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time, time is some good shit. Me. We'll fight. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, like I said, come by Discord, hang out, chat. It's a great place. You are welcome. 100%. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous and join the who, when, werewolves and uh, yeah, uh, harass us and hey, support us. We, we do appreciate it. Um, uh, there's also merch and if you buy books on drive through RPG or if you just follow uh, all that kind of stuff helps us gets the, the word out and stuff like that um, we are three four weeks from the end of this arc at which point uh, we will have a significant change to the normal occultist anonymous routine uh, we're going to be going a little bit more episodic Starting with our return to Star Trek and uh, the USS Curie um, and bold action. Uh, More so, bold action. Uh, so look forward to that. Craig will be running that again. And then uh, we have some other stuff lined up. So it may be a little bit before we get back to Mage. Um, but we'll have a lot of bunch, a lot of bunch, a lot of other content for you to check out. So until then. Bye now. See you soon. Everybody.